Uh, right now, it is the 15th, so y'all know what it is. It is the Black Pockets LLC podcast. We back at it again. It's your girl, Cece. Hey, y'all. It's Moon. And uh, we, uh, as we know, it was not BAU, as as everyone had thought last month. So this this month's topic is going to be about what has happened and transpired since then, uh, most importantly for us and what we have been experiencing. So as we know, uh, fortunately, we had a situation happen with uh, the passing and the murder of George Floyd, uh, which was kind of one of those uh, straws that broke the camel's back at least two, three, four times over at this point. Uh, it's been a lot of just different uh, things going on in the media, and we have been pretty much seeing everybody go at it. Yes, most definitely. Um, and so I know, like on our last podcast, we talked about business as usual. Um, and unfortunately, although the business as usual wasn't the business that we were talking about, this is this has become business as usual. So black folks being killed um, by the hands of the police, black folks being killed, you know, in the name of white supremacist culture, that is business as usual. And if you look at the the trend that has happened over the years, especially around the time where it's time to vote, um, we see that that is definitely uh, business as usual. It is quite quite interesting for that to happen right before November every single election year, uh, something of that nature. But yes, we're just literally seeing lynchings over and over again, pretty much showing us how disposable we are. Um, as I like to say, basically, uh, pretty much displaying a tantrum. Uh, we're not property anymore, folks. We're not free or to, to them anyway, in, in that particular way. They, they found ways, of course, to keep enslaved us, but it's ultimately what it is. It is showing us how disposable they think we are and our lives are. Um, but even more sad is when we go down to these protests and we go down to these uh, demonstrations and there's different things going on and just trying to try to be there for, in solidarity, uh, but pretty much having to choose which part of us we have to be, you know, so. Yeah, it's definitely um, been difficult with all of the movements going on. Um, right now, again, we've seen what happened to, to George Floyd, and uh, there was also a black trans man in Tallahassee, Florida, that was murdered by the police, uh, Tony McDade, and that name has not been lifted in the way uh, that George Floyd is lifted. We also have Breonna Taylor, um, who is a black woman that was killed by the police in March. And so uh, that has been difficult. Like this, of course, you know, we want to stand up when any black person is being murdered, um, but also seeing the, the lack of support when it is a black woman or when it is a black trans or queer person that is disheartening. Yes, especially when you go and you just, again, wanted to show your unity and support each other. But hearing um, either in the crowd or on a megaphone how gay people aren't accepting and, you know, we, we, we're asking for rights and asking for people not to discriminate and hate us for what we look like or where we come from while doing that at the very same time to other communities of people. Um, and so it just basically shows how good the powers that be are at division, for me, mostly. Um, they're very good at dividing us because right now we're all coming together and still finding reasons to fight one another, still finding reasons to be upset with one another, finding reasons to make the argument about ourselves even um, when it all comes down to the fact that someone lost their life. 
someone is no longer here with their family members, someone is no longer here to hug and kiss and even be mad at people uh, for what they want to be mad at because their life was taken from them in front of everyone. Um, and this keeps happening continuously. What happened with Donnie Sanders, what happened with Ryan Stokes, what happened, what happened uh, with Paco Garcia, what's happened with several people over and over and over and over again. But as long as we keep arguing with one another, when will we ever get to a resolution? All right, most definitely. And I think what what is going on or what I have noticed as being part of the protest and organizing online um, is that there's a separation in the movements, and we also see that right now. I mean, the political agenda is very heavy. Um, now there there was an order signed um, to roll back protect protections for trans folks in healthcare, um, and then literally what two days later, now we have, you know, our rights uh, against being discriminated and fired uh, at work have uh, we we get to keep those, mm, um, and so that's just another agenda. And so again, being black and queer. It's almost like people are forcing us to pick a movement. Um, and that actually was said at a protest by uh, a black man that, you know, that the LGBTQ community have their rights. They fight for their rights and, and essentially is different. Um, and when, where there's a disconnect is that the people who fought for the LGBTQ uh, move in the movement and for the rights were black queer women, mm. black trans women. Like we were the ones that are on the ground. We're always fighting. Um, and honestly, like it, it gets tiring when your identity, you're the one that's always fighting and yet you're, you're still the most neglected. You're still the most disrespected. Everything that Malcolm said, um, when, when are people going to fight for us, basically? Yeah, it's real sad when you, uh, when you can't celebrate the win of a Supreme Court ruling because you know that there's a lot of people that look like you and, who, and, and identify as you do who can't really even keep jobs or get jobs because of how they identify, what they look mm -hmm. like when they walk through the door, just the fact that they have black skin or black names. So that's real cute, but if I can't even get a job because my only work history is either se or maybe sex work or just under the under the counter work or just work that you don't see as work, um, then what does that? What, how does that protect me? Right. In addition to like, it's very hard to celebrate job. You know, security. the supreme the job security when my brothers and sisters are being lynched. Like the last thing I give a fuck about is whether I'm going to be discriminated against at my job today when, you know what I'm saying, like people are being lynched, people are being killed uh, constantly by the police. People, like literally every day since George Floyd, I've heard about a black person losing their life, yeah. being killed. Yeah. And so like I could, not that I don't care, like I'm, I don't want to be discriminated against at my job, uh, nor do I want anyone else, but at the same time, like I, I have a bigger fight we're trying to, to fight to stay alive at this point. Yes, exactly that. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it, it, it would be, it's, it's a privilege to be discriminated against at work. Facts. White people, okay? It's, it's, it's a privilege to be sitting in, in, a, in a house with a roommate that you hate and, and, can't, and can't stand and wish you could live somewhere else because at least you have a roof over your head. Right. It's right. a privilege, okay? And that's one thing we're not realizing is our different privileges that we have. We went around and complaining about the smallest of things, about oh the way this looks like, oh this is this this is horrible for me because it makes me look this way or that way. If you are breathing, simply because you are breathing, it is a privilege. This is really what we're fighting right now. Most most definitely, and I think that that is a lesson 
um, that needs to be taught, especially with the, the folks that are organizing and protesting and all of that, like the white folks, y'all need to sit back and listen to the, the black folks. Um, I do believe y'all should be on the front lines mm -hmm. and protecting our bodies, yeah. um, but you also have to listen to, to what it is that we want. Um, just an example, like both Cece and I went out to protest and we noticed like there wasn't a lot of black trans women at the protest. There weren't a lot of trans identified folks at the protest at all. I don't knock them, um, but what we decided was, okay, we have a privilege because we can be cis presenting, mm -hmm. so we're gonna go fight for them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's what recognizing your privilege looks like. That's what standing in solidarity looks like. Um, and so white folks, I, I need y'all to do better. Like I'm, I'm happy that y'all are trying to join this fight, but this is our fight for 400 years. We know what we need, and it's not y'all like destroying buildings and shit. Definitely not, especially people coming down there who's not even trying to protest. Let's be real about that. Um, one thing I wanted to do, uh, even with that note, is something I saw online, which is to challenge every white person, if you're really down for the cause, and give up your privilege today. Right. Are you willing to give up your, your privilege today? Go or to work tomorrow and give someone your privilege tomorrow. Walk up out your house and call your banker right now and tell them you want to give your house up to somebody else because you know they ain't got one. Right. Your car. Hello, umbrella. Parachute. Are you willing to give up your privileges, though? Everybody keep hitting us up about what do you need? Just let me know what you need. You know what the hell I need. You write. You read. You write. You have eyes, don't you? Mm -hmm. I'm tired of telling y'all, especially when I can't go nowhere and have representation because either I'm too black or I'm too gay. Right. Because we got gay, gay folks on, online apologizing for their usual privileged-ass behavior. Sorry, not sorry, but I'm quite surprised about you acting the same way you've been acting. It's just now on blast just because we care so much about black lives all of a sudden. Yeah. Give up your privilege. <laughs> what about them buildings that you renovating? Can we get one of them? One of them businesses? One of them beautiful, beautifully just updated-ass landscapes? Cause I'm tired of the shit. If you actually really about that life, are you willing to give up your privilege today? I mean, tomorrow. Right. Today is the 15th of June. I want to know by the end of the week, once Juneteenth gets here, we should all be liberated like a motherfucker. If you really about that life. Right. Cause I'm, I mean, that's pretty much what it's about. Right. Officers saying it, all of officers ain't bad. Fucking prove it. Call her ass out. Put their ass out there on the line. Does this affect your job? Absolutely. But I don't know if you've been checking. Since the quarantine, lots of jobs have become available. You don't have to work there no more. I'm tired of hearing that that excuse too. There was way more jobs, way more freedom available. Literally every motherfucking body's tech company is letting you work from home right now. You can start an entry level tech job for fifteen fifty an hour and you get an extra four dollars if you work from home. I know this obviously from experience. So off top, you already making more money than a lot of folks who get up and have to go out and work for twelve hours a day. You do not have to be a police officer. So if you're really about your life, give up your privilege. Right. If you really give that many fucks. I cannot get down with the notion uh, that not all cops are bad uh, because you're literally like all the cops. I don't I don't care who you are. I really don't. And I have people that I know that are police officers and that's what they choose to do. I, I, that's not something I agree with. I don't care who you are. Um, but to me, if you're not actively like dismantling the system, if you're not using your voice, if you're not like, you know what? 
cops are killing people and mm-hmm. this is fucked up That's and right. I know what cop did this and this is how I'm going mm-hmm. to hold them accountable within that system you are a bad cop because you're allowing it to happen you and I understand like power dynamics and I, I get that uh, but again like you could you couldn't pay me enough to to mm-hmm. work for a system that kills my brothers and sisters and siblings you couldn't do that and so for me being a person of color or being a queer person and being a police officer, like I get why your intentions, what your intentions were. I want to do better. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like help my community. I want to do that. But when you're not speaking up against the people who are killing your community, then you, you just like them. And none of, none of these cops are willing to step up because guess what happens when they step up? Guess what happened to the police officer that stepped up uh, when uh, Ryan Stokes was murdered? He's gone. Mm-hmm. So y'all, y'all afraid to lose your job. Um, or they're perpetuating themselves. Or yeah, you're still perpetuating the same oppressive fucking behaviors. That mm-hmm. system is fucked up. For you to be black and want to be a police officer, mm-hmm. they literally used to capture our ancestors. Slave patrol became police department, ladies and gentlemen. Right. They and captured the our ancestors. And y'all want to be police officers? Absolutely not. Yeah, but you know that's a whole other topic for another day. day. Um, only people I know upset about it is people who actually perpetuate violence in their jobs. That's just what it is. Right. Good officers are very, very torn right now because they very much believe in they blue and they in they blue lives. Uh, I know they got a good old boys club when it comes to officers, and why would you not? Now there, nobody knows what it's like to be an officer, but other officers. I get that. I'm not upset about that mm-hmm. whatsoever. But when again, it's it's between your people and who you, what you look like. Right. And a group of folks is literally killing the people that look like you. Not everybody. Again, we know this. But that's just what it is. That's the bottom line. You either going to come out, you're going to speak up for it, or you're going to keep perpetuating the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. And right. you, can't be mad at you, for, you can't be mad at other people for looking at you funny when you're wearing the same badge that look just like the fucking Slave Patrol badge. Okay. But half of y'all got Stockholm Syndrome, but we're not going to talk, we're about, not gonna talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to tell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you have to be carefully taught how to hate yourself. We're just not going to touch into it either way it goes we have literally had to fight a fight that has excluded us the entire time we've been out there y'all I mean that's just what it is that's and that's unfortunately typical for mm-hmm. black women uh we're always on the front lines we're always you know the ones speaking up we're the nurturers we're the ones holding space for our community we're the ones fighting for our community and yet when it, it the tables are turned nobody's anywhere to be found like we should have been fighting this hard for Breonna Taylor yes hands down and I get it like it wasn't recorded and I understand the movement I understand how social media works mm-hmm. um I am going to be transparent about that like the the young organizers and the young activists like this is this is shifting into their movement yes. and this is the way that they're moving and I appreciate them you know for that but also uh, for for anybody who is a young activist and organizer, I urge you to, you know, talk to us older folks that have been organizing. I'm not saying everything is the same, but there are there are levels to this, and there are ways that that we have to go about doing this, yeah. so that we, you know, we're not out getting killed, so that we're not unorganized, so that we know exactly what we're fighting for. We can sit and protest every day and yell at the police, right. but then what? You yes. know what I'm saying? What what? Do we want to see change and how are we going to push for that change 
and what is that what does that look like those are the conversations that need to be had right now um instead of we're just gonna sit here and protest every day without having any like direct demands or any changes and i get people want to defund the police i get people want to abolish the police some people want to reallocate funding let's let's have those conversations like what what does that look like how are we going to push this forward because if not it's just again like another empty protest another ferguson you know what i'm saying another bloody sunday another you know whatever march million man march is just another one of those to be forgotten next week I mean, they said it. What's what's the lady name, who who wore the kente, kente cloth? Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi said, "Like Black Lives Matter until November," and unfortunately, Facts. like Facts. that is going to be true for for those of us who are just simply protesting because it's a movement or because it's it's the thing to do right now. It's our lives gonna matter till till fucking November till people are voting. Because that's what they want you to believe. They want you to believe, like, you have to vote to make a difference. I'm going to ask y'all, how, how, how long we been voting? Come on now. And what has changed? Come on, what somebody. has changed? Nothing has changed. Yes, Obama was president. Look at the statistics under when Obama was president. We were still being oppressed. We were still being murdered by the police. Mm -hmm. Like, what has changed? And I get, yes, our ancestors fought for our right to vote, but they fought for our right to vote um, thinking that that, equates to equality and equity that is it they just wanted us to be equal if they knew that the voting system was fucked up in the way that it was our ancestors wouldn't have wasted their time fighting for that we would have been creating other black wall streets and shit like i'm to the people who who want to vote and who think voting changes thing i'm not knocking you however how long has have we been voting we voted the last election and look who won I didn't vote. I voted once in my life, and I'm not voting for a fucked up system within a fucked up system. I'm just not doing that. And let's be real about it now. We all know that Martin Luther King got assassinated, and everybody assumes it has everything to do with the same thing we're talking about. But a lot of people don't know that he had some very big moves coming in the in the stock market and the financial world that were coming up specifically around the time he was assassinated. I want y'all to look that up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all Google it. Like I always say, please Google that. I'm not. I'm tired of educating people about things that's available to them at their fingertips. Um, and when it comes to uh, free education, that's only gonna be provided when it comes to, to certain aspects, but we don't have to literally start educating ourselves. But we definitely will get together and do some workshops and talk about our history and things like that, but we have to start being the source of our information, our own sources, so we can pass them on to our children so we yeah. aren't relying on textbooks no more. Or media. Or media. Yeah, or media. They're and all lying to us. I do want to go back to Nancy Pelosi. One thing that they did, though, and we talk about that Kente cloth, a lot of people are upset about it, but you have to understand how marketing works. Even if it's bad publicity, it's bad conversations. It starts conversations. And people are going to go Google things and look up things, and they're going to try to see why it was even relevant for them to do that. Um, so there's a lot of people who just found out about what a Kente cloth is. A lot of people who want to support the movement, who make all kinds of wonderful products and things, and want to give it back to the black community so they may start recycling things with this on it. Uh, maybe just be the colors, it may just be uh, aspects, it may just be traditions, but they may start find ways to do this uh, and hopefully not appropriate at the same time because we get blessed on that. Um, but there is a reason for everything. So, most definitely yeah there's a reason also going back to uh, finance side of things i want y'all to look up uh the the stock market and the way that it moves when a black body is killed yes that's all i'm gonna say just, just look look that up. dates of 
whenever whenever there's a tweet by our, our by the orange orange face, check them markets, especially markets or stocks that are specific to black dollars. Mm. Check, mm. check that out. And what, the, since you said that, mm-hmm. all of these organizations, all of a sudden saying Black Lives Matter, they all jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> Starbucks came out with their little shit, and now Cancel. Starbucks pulled it back real quick. Cancel. Why? Because Duh. our dollar is powerful. Very. Our dollar is powerful. That's why they didn't want us having Black Wall Street. That's why they were dragging us through the streets to dismantle that. But our shit is powerful. That's why you see all, every, there's people, there's organizations and corporations talking about Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff that never would have said that before. And to me, my challenge to all you corporations and organizations and all of that, like Cece said earlier, if Black Lives Matter that much to you, prove it. it. I'm going to need your leadership team should be people of color. It should be black folks and people of color. The then board. All them all the jobs the that you the yes, board, manager, CEO, COOs, y'all start proving it. Down to shipping and distribution, because okay. I'm not like a warehouse like a nigga, and y'all y'all can quote me on that. Cause that's that's where y'all like to keep us, ain't it? Right. Uh-huh. Move us up out of the warehouses. Yeah. Give us give us give us y'all jobs. Yeah. If, if that's how much we matter. Y'all we matter. So for me, it's like y'all have to do more. You know what I'm saying? I see Bank of America. Oh, we're going to donate a million dollars to these organizations. Which organizations are y'all donating to? Are y'all donating to the ones that you know are going to follow the protocol and the status quo? Who are y'all donating to? Are y'all, or y'all donating to the grassroots organizers, the ones really out here doing the work? Exactly. Y'all let me know. Inbox me. Black Pockets. LLC find. at gmail.com. Email Somebody me. find it. Yes, let Find me know what, these what y'all finna do with that money. We talking about stocks, so I had to bring this back up. I want y'all to think back to about five years ago. How many people was buying Jordans? How much? How many people? You say a lot, a little I bit, a lot, kind of a little bit. Jordan's been canceled for a while now, ain't he? We ain't shining him in a minute, and suddenly he done came out, and what he say he was going to do for the next 10 years? Probably 100K a or the hundred million, ten million a year. That's what it was. A hundred million total for the next ten years. This man is losing money because, like, like Moon just said, the black dollar is so very powerful. It is ridiculous, my people. So Jordan Trust. giving giving y'all y'all money back, giving you your money back <laughs> from all them Jordans you invested. I don't know about your little cousin who got shot over the pair he had on because he ain't here no more. Right. So never mind that though, huh? That's a good, huh. actually, that's a good point. I also want to point out, like, just because the leader of an organization or corporation or anything else has a face that looks like yours right. does not mean that they are for black lives, unfortunately, because what happens to a lot of people in power is that we perpetuate the same type of oppressive behaviors as the white folks did, as white supremacist culture. And that's not to say that that's our fault because we have not understood how to hold power any other way. Um, And in order to do that, we gotta like dismantle the stuff within ourselves. We gotta understand how shared power works. What does collective movements look like? Um, Or else again, we'll still continue to be leading and carrying on like massa. Mm-hmm. Yes. All we need to do is spend 7% more in our own communities, in our black community, to actually start seeing the wealth gap change. Yes. 
And I know that's a shift, like seven percent. We had three percent, meaning ninety-seven percent of our money is spent outside of our communities. We only need to do seven more. Yeah, and it's just like I would. I'm, I'm gonna say like that is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. I remember being on, you know, supporting black businesses for for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, started mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and wanted some gas, and I'm I'm in Kansas City, you know what I'm saying. So there is no black-owned gas station in Kansas City, and so there are things that we're going to have to step outside our community for. However, if we can, you know what I'm saying, like stop going to McDonald's. There's enough black food trucks, black fast food businesses. Mm-hmm. If you are going to go to McDonald's, make sure it's franchised by a black person. There it is. You know what I'm saying. So like there's, it's work. It's going to take work because we literally have to unlearn these societal behaviors, but it can be done. I'm supporting a black business every single day. Mm-hmm. Every day of the week, I'm making sure that I'm buying black, um, uplifting black, promoting black, whatever it, that looks like. So we can do it. It definitely we is can. difficult. Um, but we will start shifting those things for sure uh, when we start talking about these things in depth um, and going through just different uh, conversations that will be uncomfortable. So like uh like we were talking about when it comes to coming together with the topic right now we do have a group uh, that is willing uh, they are pioneers already done the work already been there done that but they are actually moving out of the way to allow our younger generation to help uh, not realizing that they still being the pioneer selves they've always been by even doing that by even providing space um, so we do have solutions out there where we can have this conversation as a community and I would definitely welcome and encourage all of you uh, to at least get involved. Um, anyone that you know is currently leading any type of movement in the city, um, I would have them reach out to us at blackpocketsllc at gmail.com. So we want to be all in one space doing this. Yes. We are spreading ourselves out into several different spaces because we feel like we have different goals when ultimately we all have a bottom line goal that is exactly the same. Uh, we just have to make sure our voices is heard all the way through that. And we have to come to a, a common ground, meaning that we all are not going to get what we want out of this conversation, unfortunately. But that's not how democracy works. We have to actually true see democracy. a true democracy out of our society in order for it to work. Um, but we can, again, we can go into that because the economics itself was based on different theories that people still uh, use in their politics to this day. And so once we all understand that as a, as a community, I think it'll help us move that money to where it's supposed to be at so that we can actually have these really privileged conversations about these protections at our jobs that we have, you know, all this prestigious life of, of living, you know? Then we can celebrate stuff like that because it'll actually be like so outlandish to us that it wasn't a law the first time that it's exciting. Because um, again, that's, that's a privileged ass privilege that y'all just got. Right. I'm grateful for the younger generation. Y'all are showing up and showing out. out. I definitely Woo. appreciate y'all. I oh, love y'all. I'm, I'm here to support y'all. Um, also, the older generation, y'all still showing out. Showing I know y'all out. tired because I'm tired. Woo. I'm doing this a long time. It's us in the middle, niggas. But, yeah. Thank you uh, for the work that you're doing. Um, I think as a, a group of folks, as a collective of folks who want to see change, um, that that is intergenerational. I think we need to let go of the idea that 
just because the you know this is the age of the the millennials and the Gen Zs that that they know more and the old folks are being pushed out and you know what I'm saying just because somebody's been doing organizing work for this many years they know more I think it's a collective effort because regardless of where you are at in the movement this is very different I don't care it, who you are you're the older generation i know it looks the same but it's very different we got the internet now you know what i'm saying we have the young ones that are, that are fired up and they ready to go um and then you for the young organizers yes we we paved the way for this to look like this our ancestors paved the way for this uh movement to look the way that it does so there are some things you know what I'm saying, that you can't change about history and the way the movements have been going. So I think we can all learn from each other. Yes, like Cece said, we in the middle of that. We not, we not, you know, we weren't fighting with Rosa, but we also, you know what I'm saying, didn't start the fight with the internet. So, um, well, I didn't. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than her. Uh, so, I, yes, I urge us to, to get together and come together and come up with, you know what I'm saying, like what works for us collectively because it has to work for all of us. We can't just listen to one person. And so that means that we all have to let go of this idea and this notion that the way we want it is is the correct way. They, you know what I'm saying? We don't know what liberation looked like. We don't ha we've never had it. We never had it. Yo. And so what the beautiful thing about it is is we get to determine what that looks like for us, but it has to be inclusive of every single one of us. Exactly that. We gonna get there, but we had to get that out, man. It's just been really frustrating to be out here and basically listen to other people argue and then get on your phone and watch people argue and then try to go and enjoy social events or just be chilling and watching people and listening to people argue about argue. the exact same goal. We all just want to be free to be ourselves and not be harassed by simply walking out our front doors in some cases. Um, but being who we are in, in others, you know, just that's just pretty much ultimately we all, we all want to be loved and appreciated and accepted for who we are. Um, and that's kind of part of the problem is we haven't been doing that, which is why we can't come to even a common goal of not killing people. You know, ain't that just it? Just not killing each other? Officer, not officer, civilian, not civilian, just not killing each other. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> Bless it. But, yes. you know. It's our time, y'all. So we'll definitely get back to y'all reconvene on the 15th, as usual. But we definitely have some stuff coming to y'all because Juneteenth is popping at the end of this week. Hey, Let's go. Celebrate Juneteenth. Please do. Uh, fuck 4th of July. Fuck 4th of July. Yes. Ain't no independence on independence. Ain't, ain't no independence. It's always been my holiday, Juneteenth. So um, there it is. It's, it's wonderful to see that it's growing. Black folks, um, please take care of yourselves. Please. So um, we this is a, this is a lot. We're literally seeing. I mean, it, it's no different than than our ancestors when they were on the plantation. We're Correct. literally seeing us being killed right in front what of us, over and over and over mm. and over and over again. That's huh. they scared of our power. That's why mm. they keep doing that. That's why mass incarceration is happening. Mm. Police, all of that. Um, but I urge you all uh, to try to take some time to take care of yourself. Um, whatever that looks like for you, uh, hopefully that it's a healthy way, but just, just take some time to get off of social media, um, to go sit outside, enjoy the sun, get that melanin popping, um, you know, have, ask for some white people, y'all step up, buy some, buy, buy your black friends some lunch or something, give us something, like we, we tired, we literally exhausted and we're fighting for our lives every day, so I love y'all. 
um, black people, black family. Um, I support y'all. And we're all love, baby. Yeah, black love, one love. One love. Um, and then, and in the in the words of Paul Mooney, and I'm gonna sum it up. You know, just just step in your power, cause it was them that walked over there and saw us, but they had all they shit on with their guns and their rifles and their muskets and their shoes and their boots and all this shit over their bodies, and we walk around butt ass naked with pounds and pounds on our heads and kids on our back, and we got a big beautiful ass kingdom. You goddamn right, they intimidated. So you walk your big, beautiful black ass outside or wherever you need to. But just remember that we are doing this all together in solidarity with our ancestors behind us forever and ever and always. And we will get to where we need to get to. And that's just what it is. Black Pockets, baby. All right. Peace and love, everybody. Deuces.